right. Yay, I'm so excited to talk about this. So am I. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah, so welcome to Dizzy for DZ. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we're talking about How You Already Said, Volume 14 today. But um, I, yes, first I want to ask Ashley because you started a new K-drama. So tell me about it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I did too, but I've only watched one episode and it's not the same K-drama, but... I am obsessed. I started Business Proposal, okay. which apparently is based on a webtoon, which I hadn't realized, and I, I haven't read the webtoon either, but mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of webtoons. There's a few yeah. that I that I read. I'm, like, not really caught up on a lot of them, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nice. And, those are nice to go through and, like, catch up on, like, 10 episodes because it's like yeah, reading you can do it a so comic fast. or a book. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my gosh, it's so funny. I was not expecting it to be this funny. No. I thought, oh, rom-com, you know. But there ha- there have been multiple times when I was laughing so hard oh my out loud at this show. So I highly recommend it if you guys need – it's funny because right now the things that I'm watching mm-hmm. are all real light and fluffy. Yeah, which is <laughs> like, not usually our cup of tea, but uh-huh. Right. So uh, <clears throat> that's kind of just what I happen to be watching right now. Mm-hmm. So I need something to kind of balance it out. So I I put this out on Twitter, but I'll, I'll put it out here too on the podcast. I, I need like a good villain story mm-hmm. or like where the villain gets the girl or, or the bad guy kind of a thing. I'm kind of yeah. dying for that right now. Um. Because, yeah, it's there. The two things that I'm currently watching, for mm-hmm. the most part, are really funny and light and fluffy. So I'm like the same boat because, mm-hmm. and I was just telling, uh, I don't remember who I was talking to about this last night, but probably Hannah. But because this week, okay, I started 2521, but I've only watched the first episode. Okay. Um, and yeah, but you're watching Yarga, and that, yes, that's a I lot am, more serious. Yes. That's not light and fluffy, right? No, it's not at all. It, But, oh, my gosh, it's so good. I, You guys, I texted Ashley, like, two days ago, and I was like, listen, I know you're, like, watching a lot. You have things happening. You have work, all this stuff. But if you can, like, please watch Yarga. Like, I'm not even caught up, but I blew through a lot this week. Um, okay. Because I – a week ago, I hadn't even watched, like, episode – uh 13 and i just finished episode 18 last night so (laughs) um because like i it just hit that stride where you're like oh crap like i mean every episode this is the thing every episode is so good like there has not been like one wasted episode i have not been like mad or frustrated unless i'm supposed to be frustrated you know sure yeah um like oh it's so good and like i think what makes it really cool is it's a lot heavier on romance than I was expecting. I mean, I know there's a, you know, it's a male and female lead. It's safe to assume there's going to be something like that. Of course, yeah. But um, it it is very heavy on that. But also there's so many other things going on and happening that That's like. Nice. Yes, there are things happening outside of that. So it's, I guess it's one of the freedoms that dramas have that rom-coms don't. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a rom-com is meant to like get the couple together it, right. You know, which is why we argue and, and then die they on flail the hill. from there. <laughs> yes, and that's why we'll die on the hill that they need to have set episodes. Um, yeah, <laughs> but with this one, it's been a very slow burn. Like mm. nothing truly happens. Like there's things, but like nothing really truly happens until the end of episode seventeen. 
And but wow. like but like it's so good. <laughs> but, but the payoff is that much but better. But the payoff is that much better. And like it's just enough as you're building up that like you're not you're not getting um like I don't know how this is gonna sound crass, but you don't have like virtual blue balls basically watching it. Like because okay. you're just like, oh, like it's this the content they do give you building up to that is so good. Cause there's like well, little okay. I and and I'm I'm gonna let you keep going. Okay. Sorry. Um, some of my favorite stories mm-hmm. and some of my favorite couples are that kind of a slow burn. Yeah. So two pop into my head right away that I'm like, <laughs> oh well, with them it took this many books or whatever. Okay. Okay. And, and so I'm not opposed to that at all. But yeah. You and going. I you and I both love a slow burn. So, uh-huh. but the fact is like. Not everything completely revolves around their love. Like, their love is a big central thing. Don't get me wrong. But there's all these other crazy things happening and, like, stuff woven together and connect. You're trying to figure out, like, it's just such a tangled mess and you're trying to figure out what's connected to this and how that's connected. Because it's a, it's like a, it's a legal kind of suspense almost procedural. Okay. Um, On top of that. So, and then just on top of the fact that Pinar and Khan have incredible incredible on-screen chemistry okay Um, so good like and um like people i i i've threaded my last few episode watches Mm -hmm. which has like explained we we got like a hundred new followers in the last two days so i had to put like a disclaimer out there like hey i'm happy you all are here but please know i'm behind and like I have mm. words muted, so don't spoil me. Um, yeah. Or if you don't get a reply from me, it's probably because you used a word I muted and I didn't see it. I'm not being rude and right. ignoring you. But everyone's just like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Like, wait till you get to this because there is there is an internet exclusive scene at one point. Um, <laughs> so everyone was, like, very excited to for, like, me to get to that. But, yeah, so I was like, oh, my gosh, if Ashley has the time to start this, like, she really should. Um, well, I'm coming up on spring break, so woo-hoo. that's that's the plan is to at least start it. I know a lot of people were disappointed we decided not to cover that as I know. Our, our DZ. And I understand. And- I really understand now. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, we, we had to do what we had to do at yeah. the time when we needed to make that decision. So yeah, absolutely. And at the time we said not a current DZ. So yeah. <laughs> and I, and I don't regret that. Like I, I think it's very Me clear either. how much we like love her your day sin. Um, oh yeah. And how nice that's been. And I, I, I actually, sorry, also started for Con's new DZ, which mm. is really good. It's literally like he's such a different character that it doesn't feel weird because i was kind of worried about it feeling like jolty like I could i'm see watching that. him in this and now i'm watching him in that at the same time but it's such a they're literally nothing alike their characters and so it's really not hard like yes i'm watching the same person but it doesn't feel like i'm watching the same person mm. which speaks to his range too um so yeah i've just kind of i was like i don't think i've really been like this immersed in Deezies since I since we first started watching them and it was just like let me just grab onto everything I can get mm-hmm. um so it's it's been kind of fun um and it's yeah so and then of course we have you know Aisha's new one to look forward to over mm-hmm. the summer to watch like and that just got cast with Jem Ray and she's very very t- she's young but she's very very talented mm-hmm. um and so I'm I'm very curious who they're going to cast her with because obviously that's going to make a huge you know um, yeah difference um i kind of want i'm like well if they're two like doctors and i wouldn't even mind an age gap because she's pretty young so like she is young 
if we got someone in his like mid 30s early to mid 30s and like somebody super tall and like very sharp jawed like i don't know i just have this like picture but we'll we'll see what i know i immediately thought of uh shukru yes he was one of my two picks (laughs) but yeah or even even sarke with his big puppy dog eyes i but that's just me because Mm -hmm. i love him (laughs) i know he's so precious he actually is doing a streaming show with ibuk and he is he and he has a Fox DZ coming up already. Oh, so, dang! Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he's he's a little busy. But if we're talking just in fantasy world, where like anyone sure. you want would be available, yeah. then yeah, I could. I would not be mad about him either. So, yeah. um, I'm excited as more news comes out about that. So nice anyways but everyone was like make sure you could they're they're like get ashley to watch it so you guys can do like a special episode about yarga and i was like listen i already texted her she's gonna i know she'll start it we still need to do our chloe i know there's like all these things that that all these promises that we've made that we haven't followed up on but guys big news and i'm announcing this on the podcast so that i can continue to hold Kristen to it oh (laughs) I was like, what? I haven't heard. Okay, now I know what you're going to say. <laughs> no, so our friend Mallory and I, we, she and I were talking separately and we were talking about the Throne of Glass as per usual mm-hmm. because somebody brought up something from the last book, the mm-hmm. scene, and she's like, I told them I have to do my research on this. So she and I were talking about, okay, when did this happen? What was going on? Because that series is very plot heavy. Mm-hmm. If you've ever read Sarah J. Moss, she's very plot heavy in her stories. Um, Throne of Glass more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much that happens in those books. I forget constantly. So she's like, she's like, you know, we could just do a reread. <laughs> and I was, of the whole series. Like, mm-hmm. not, not just the last book. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, the whole thing. And I was like, you know, I've been missing it. I kind of really wouldn't mind that so she's like do you think Kristen would do it with us if we, <laughs> if we asked her so Kristen has agreed that she's yes, gonna I do have. a reread with us M- meanwhile I'm reading a I'm still in my <laughs> fantasy series for wheel wheel of time mm-hmm. I am currently also reading something called um a source sorcery of thorns it's a hmm. one-off fantasy by Margaret Rogerson, I think okay. is her name. It's just a I've, one book fantasy. Yeah, series, just one book. Nice. Um, so that's fun. I'm I'm probably gonna finish that in a day or two, and then what? Else? <laughs> I have like three books that I'm reading right Dang. now. But it's so I just love, I love Throne of Glass so much, and I was like, listen, I will reread it. Especially if we can get Kristen <laughs> on board finally. Well, and I told Sarah about it who's mm-hmm. reading it you know and so i was like ashley and mallory just talked me into rereads because she's like okay she's all you're gonna love this she texted me last night and she was like without knowing what you and mallory had already talked me into uh-huh and she's like listen i don't want to sound like a broken record <laughs> so but i just finished the third book sarah and- <laughs> sarah sarah <laughs> And she's – because I had yes, told her, Sarah, like, oh, that was me. Oh, my gosh. Especially – okay, yeah, I'm telling you, air of fire, you're going to be like, okay, this is it. I'm in. We got to we- – <laughs> But she was like, really? It's really, really good, Kristen. And I'm like, oh. I know you're totally right. I said, 
I know I said, actually, it's funny you texted me right now because literally Ashley and Mallory like an hour ago just texted me. So I was like, I am going to pick it up. I'm sure I'll get caught up with you soon enough Um, because she doesn't read. She's not like reading like crazy fast. Um, Uh And so I'm like, I have a feeling like I'll be able to get caught up with you. Like, yeah, that's um, a big book, too. So the third one is really big. Yeah. Um, So is Queen of Shadows. I am looking at him. Um. Yeah, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows, and then Kingdom of Ash, they're all like crazy long. I think five or six hundred pages. At least, I'm sure. Some of them are probably like over that. Kingdom of Ash might be 900. Holy crap. <laughs> it's so. It doesn't feel like that though. I, yeah, I'm sure it, when it's a good story, it doesn't. You just like devour it. Um, to me, the Throne of Glass, the first mm-hmm. one, felt longer than mm-hmm. the other ones because it took me a while and then i've told you about this but yes. then going back and doing assassin's blade mm-hmm. i was like okay i understand now yeah and i think that's what sarah did she read the f- first like two i think and then okay. went back and did assassin's blade and then and that's what some people i think recommend specifically mm-hmm. there's like a specific order that they mm-hmm. say to put assassin's blade into but personally i recommend reading assassin's blade yeah. first because you get to know selena so much better and you learn a lot more about her motivations anyway yeah i'm, I'm very excited <gasps> that yes you're gonna read with us um, yes which is good because i haven't picked up a book since like i just got i blew through like two kerrigan burn books because her heroes are always very like villainy you know i've been reading morally gray kind of guys yes and that's why yeah. i picked it back up because you started reading um the one that i had recommended yes. you forever ago and then so and i was like you know what i like paused in the middle of one of her series let me pick it back up mm-hmm. um and then didn't even realize i actually already own the next two books in it so that made it really easy to pick it back up oh, i didn't even nice. have to wait for like library holds or anything um i must have just got them cheap at like one of my used bookstore halls okay. and um so I blew through those and then I haven't picked one up because then I kind of got in my DZ groove. And so right. I was like, I'm not picking that up. But to circle back and we'll start – we'll talk about Harry Yardy's then, I promise. Um, <laughs> everyone, don't worry. Um, you were saying like you need like a villain gets the girl kind of guy. Yes, Because yes. everything we're watching um, – and when I started talking about Yarga, that like he is so – Oh my gosh, he's like perfect, but not in like oh, an annoying way where you're like, oh, he's vanilla and boring. Because you know, sometimes when they're just like mm-hmm. way too perfect, you're kind of like, okay, this is just vanilla and boring. Um, He's so unproblematic. He's so like, it's so funny because like if you were to list off his tributes, you'd be like, that's not a hero I want to read. Um, But he's so, her characters are so layered and nuanced. And so you're just mm. like... Like, I, but I love him so much. He makes me, like, swoon and melt every episode with just these tiny little things he, like, says and does and, like, shows that he – Like, it's – yes, you will eat it up. So – but because of that, I'm like, okay, I've got Ilgaz and then I've got Demir, both who are just, like, amazing, unproblematic men. But then I'm like, okay, I kind of need a problematic one now to, like, balance Uh it out. Yes, yes. Give me one who will rip the heart out of a person who insults his girl. Yes. So if you guys have uh, a DZ or a K drama, or for me, even a book um, where the villain gets the girl, like. Yeah, right now I can't. I know. You can't take on anymore. But drop those. But if I can watch it, even if. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just drop those in our mentions, in Mm -hmm. a message, on Mm -hmm. Twitter, send us an email. Like, yeah. So. Help us balance the scales. <laughs> so um, now that we've got to get all that excitement out, let's yes. get excited again because, oh, oh my gosh, 
this episode <laughs> yes it was that squeal exactly that squeal that the was this whole episode. time the whole time uh, like D- demir I, oh my gosh if i could bottle yeah. the vibes he was giving off this entire episode i know i it know would, how like the you would have the sweetest dreams you would have the best days of your life. You would sleep so well. Mm-hmm. You would feel warm and fuzzy all the time because <laughs> that man. I know. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then on top of the fact that like this week was Furkan's birthday. So then there was like all these little like like uh, breadcrumbs being dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. I for breadcrumbs being dropped. So then like all that combined with this particular episode – I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's just all the good, lovely content. Like, oh, D- did I show you about his birthday cake? Mm-hmm. And how the stuff so that was cute. on it was like stuff from, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, anyways, from yeah. Harry Yardison. <laughs> anyways, um, yes, we eat that kind of stuff up. So, yeah, it. Just, I don't know. It was just, oh, it was so stinking good. So um, good. So, like, where do we even start? I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, we start with the side stuff, get it over with. Or? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's talk about luck. There wasn't like a ton, ton of side stuff, luckily. I mean, no, there's stuff we touched on and got, you know, working on, uh, got moving, but it, it didn't take right. up a ton of the episode. Thank goodness. No. Um, like, Ida and Ebo kind of come to an understanding mm-hmm. um but again it's still like eh. um i mean i did appreciate that she does wind up calling him out when he's because she thinks he's gonna break mm-hmm. up with her because she thinks he's on the phone at one point with like another woman or something and he's like no what are you talking about why is that the first thing that's going to your mind and she's like well you won't introduce me to your friends you're upset about this like you know and yep. he's like okay listen no so then he winds up admitting he was talking to the therapist because he sent the therapist to Demir and uh, Celine. Yeah. Which, of course, she's like, oh, my gosh, Ebo, that was so sweet of you to be so concerned about them. And then she's like, eh, wait a minute, though. Yeah. And she does call him out for being like, you got on me about, you know, like, interfering in other people's lives. And you're literally doing that. So I was like, yep. thank goodness. I'm glad yes. that was said. Um, yeah, me too. And so, you know, and – uh, that conversation kind of winds up going like he is like you know he had some suggestions and he gave me homework too mm-hmm. and she's kind of like okay um she's a little bit iffy because she's kind of like do we really need like counseling this early in our relationship and he's like well you know it's for me like i'm not it's not necessarily that i'm trying to make us go to couples counseling so like they're kind of in a place where like they're acknowledging there's things they need they need and want to work on right um, and the the therapist even mentions he's like wasn't I think he says like wasn't your love lightning and he's like well yeah we fell for each other really quickly and yes. so he kind of makes a point of okay well you fell hard but now you have to really get to know each other yes. so that's kind of the goal of like the homework and that kind of mm-hmm. thing because they're sort of realizing that after catching feelings so quickly mm-hmm. they need to actually figure out who the other person is mm-hmm. and just learn more about them so now they have their homework to do yeah and i thought that was a good point because like um after last week when we kind of were like what the heck who is this ebo blah 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 yesenia actually asked me she's like i've never actually asked anyone this before i'm just curious like do you think that this really was something out of character or do you think it's that they fell so fast and hard they're like Mm. putting on their best 
you know, what you do for someone, you put on your best face. And like, now that things are kind of leveling out, we're seeing a little more of the real person, like flaws and all, you know, not just the sweet, perfect, amazing, like wonderful side. Um, Because on the flip side of that, like with Demir and Celine, we get to see all those flaws and stuff as everything's building. Yes, they see the flaws right away. (laughs) Yeah, because it's a slow burn. Uh But this was, this was a very bright, um, you know, ignited flame with Mm -hmm. Ebo and Ida. So I was like, that's a really good question, actually. Um, Well, and I feel like this episode, the timing of of what happens between the two of them Mm -hmm. was kind of perfect because it's sort of the answer to that. Because Ebo even says, I'm realizing we're a lot more different than I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, I like nature and Ida isn't really into that. And I like to be more on my own and Ida constantly wants to be around her friends and other people and involved. Mm -hmm. So I felt like that scene between him and the therapist was really important for us to see a little more about who Ibo really is. Yes. Because, yeah, from the viewer's aspect, all we had previously seen was that very nice Mm -hmm. side and, Mm -hmm. oh, he'll do anything for her and – He's perfect and all this kind of yeah. stuff. But it's it's actually a little better, in my opinion, to see that he's not perfect because yeah. nobody really wants a perfect character. Right. Yeah. So I thought it was Because it gets boring. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of they – had, they had a handful of scenes this episode, but that's what it all led to, really. Right. Um, right. And then we also have – um, the Tezes, their stuff was just more mm. like, oh, good. Now, I mean, they're very happy for Demira and, you know, Celine because they do adore them. But right. really, the the initial thing that started all of this was them not wanting to get in trouble for each selling the house to them. So it's like, you know, so they're excited because it kind of seems like all those problems are over. Yes. And I love that when Demir and Celine wind up at dinner at their house, Demir mm-hmm. makes them sweat a little. Like, yeah, listen, yes, we're together, but that doesn't change the fact that you guys still did something you shouldn't have. Yep. And that needs to be dealt with. And they're all stressed out. And Celine's like, Demir, what the heck? Like, you don't want to actually like, you know, and he's like, no, but – He's like, let them sweat a little. Look at everything they put us through. Yeah, he's all, what goes around comes around. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah. And, you know, so they, they're they just, they're, you know, they're running the happy pie and they're just still pulling their little antics to make sure Demir and Celine are happy and together. So, yeah. And, and same pretty- with the other girls, too. That's mm-hmm. kind of the majority of, with Osmier and Merve and mm-hmm. Ida and the the crazy tazes they're kind of just yeah. focusing on okay things are good but let's make sure they stay yes. good between the two of them Ozmi is still sending gifts because she wants i although, mean go ahead I, well we're probably gonna say the same thing <laughs> uh-huh. that, that her logic her explanation makes sense to me yep because she's like well if it suddenly stops then demir's gonna think that celine was being shady and that mm-hmm. she was doing it all herself and that it would be suspicious if it stopped immediately. Right. So I was like, oh, that's actually really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what is it even at one point too? She's on the phone with um, with Firuze because they're clear. They've got like a little bond, the two of yes. them specifically, and it's really funny. But um, and you know they're talking about Demir and Celine, uh-huh. and you know, and she's like, yes, they're adorable here at work. You should see them. Blah blah. And she's kind of like, you know, well. Make sure it stays that way because we can't have them fighting over the house 
now still anymore. That's going to. And mm-hmm. Osmier says something like, listen, dear, like fighting adds spice to a relationship. Or like, do you know what scene I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole exchange was like, however it was worded was like really funny. Um, so I just, I thought it was, I thought it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like one of my favorite things from her, this episode, yeah. from Osmier this episode. So, yeah. Um, and then I feel like we can't really touch on Barack because he kind of right. leads to the whole ultimate happening of this at the end of the episode. So, um, yeah, I mean, and it isn't a lot anyway. It's no. all basically him deciding there's, yeah. Demir must have some sort of yeah. secret. Like three of his, se- I mean, he already kind of hinted at that to Celine uh-huh. last, was it last episode when they are decorating the house or maybe it's episode 12. Yes. And then he, says something to her when they go to meet that client yeah because he's like be i just want you to be careful you mm-hmm. don't necessarily know him that well it's only been a few months he lived a life before he met you i saw how upset you were mm-hmm. and you know this was a seemingly sweet conversation from right the perspective of somebody like celine who doesn't know his ulterior motives or if you were to give him the benefit of the doubt, it would really seem like, oh, Barack is just really concerned for his friend. And that's why he's coming to Celine and bringing these things up. Because technically, they're valid points. Right. Because she did get so upset when everything happened between her and Demir after he didn't relinquish the love ban. And then he essentially was rude to her. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that they have only known each other for a few months. Yeah. So somebody from the outside might actually bring that stuff up if they were concerned. Well, and again, the valid point, too, of like, listen, if things go sour, like, there's no escape. You live with him and you work with him. Yeah. So, like, which, I mean, listen, in real life, yes, that is a very valid, like, and I speak from experience because just, like, dating coworkers was just a mess. I did it twice and I don't recommend it <laughs> unless you're in, uh, unless you're reading an office romance book. Like, <laughs> um, right. anyways, obviously there's exceptions to every rule. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, so, like, you know, there are valid points. But like you said, this is, like, now the third time he's bringing it up. Because at Happy Pie, when he's all boo-hoo me after he leaves the restaurant. Yeah. And he goes back to Happy Pie to, like, bite all their heads off. And he's like, listen, this guy bought shares. He just showed up out of nowhere. And he's just, mm-hmm. he's trying to plant those seeds of doubt. He brings it up yeah. again later to Demir at work in front of Ida when they're working on the terrace. Like, yeah. well, why'd you buy those shares? And blah, blah, blah. And he... um uh, sends like that's the other thing too is that I'm like do your own dirty work he like makes Feru oh, do everything <laughs> and he's so rude and demanding about it like when Feru actually has information he's like well that's not enough information get me more yeah and I'm like and Feru's like can I eat my lunch first yeah. please <laughs> so like I'm like oh you're not even doing your own dirty work you know you're making Feru do it which that's nothing new um you know because Feru was all wrapped up in the mafia oh, stuff yeah. too um you know, so then we we do wind – I guess we can just talk about it now. So we do wind up finding out that – which I kind of saw this coming because I'm like, okay, they gave his fiance a name. It's not just like, oh, he has an ex-fiance. Yeah. Like, no. we saw a flashback, not of her, mm-hmm. but we did see a flashback of him all, like, brokenhearted when she doesn't show up at the restaurant. Yep. Um so I had a feeling she was coming. Oh, yeah. Um, me too. I thought – I felt like it was inevitable. Yeah. Just like one day we were for sure going to meet John DeVete's mom. Like, yes. Like that was going to happen at some point. This felt right. the same way to me. I'm like, 
the second they gave her a name, I was like, okay, yes. we're, we're going to meet her at some yes. point. She yep. will show up. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, after Feru does all of his, all of Barack's dirty work, mm-hmm. um, they find out that his ex-fiance, um, which, you know, they had kind of found out he had an ex-fiance who kind of up and vanished on him. And then he kind of did his own thing for a while because it, you know, he was, he had a hard time and then just kind of went off and did his own stuff abroad. Um, uh-huh. And then they later find out her name and then they they're like, oh, that's – like, Feru's like, doesn't that sound familiar? And because she mm-hmm. shares a last name with a board member of Artemum. So then that kind of gives us his initial motivation for why he bought shares. Right. Um, in a flailing company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – and Barack can't just leave it at that, of course. So he's like, no. oh, well, let me call that board member because <laughs> we're little buddy buddies. And yeah. I'm going to tell him because – Elul is a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, I'm going to tell him that we need her services. Like, it's going to make perfect sense since our company is struggling and we just restructured and we split, blah, blah, blah. So right. where he winds up calling her and is like, hey, Elul Hanum, like, I got your info from your dad. Like, I'm so-and-so from Artemum and I think we have things to talk about. And then he just says Demir's name. Yeah. And then we don't find any resolution to that until the end of the episode. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, but that's um, basically how he spends yes, the episode. his entire yeah. episode. And mm-hmm. I love even that at one point, Feru kind of calls him out. And he's like, "Um, is this because you're jealous of Celine? Like, mm-hmm. this isn't even just, like, you don't trust Demir or, like, you think, you know, you're clearly, right. like, jealous. And, of course, he tries to, like, brush it off, but we all know better. Um, yeah. So if there was any question about his villain status. Oh, yeah. Like, which I don't think at this point they're – was for you or I, but this like no. really fully like stepped into it. Yeah. Um yeah, this was full confirmation. Yeah. So but everything else in this episode is freaking adorable and so I know. like just, it's just <gasps> them being adorable and cute and all lovey dovey and yes. it is the cutest thing. I it's, mean from the second the episode oh starts. Oh gosh. <laughs> Like, okay, so we got to relive that beautiful kiss yes. again, which was so – it was so funny. Someone on Twitter was like – because I had posted, like, a gif of it or something and uh-huh. um, from last week. And, I, you know, talking about, how, like, oh, my gosh, like, I love how – these their kisses are set against these like beautiful the big important kisses are set against these like gorgeous backdrops and blah blah blah. Yes. And someone replied and was like, That's so funny you say that about this because we all called it the kiss filmed from Greece when it like aired. Because <laughs> it's from so far away. And I laugh but I was I laughed <laughs> because I was like, Well, that clearly tells you what I'm used to because it didn't even occur to me to be like, oh, that's far away. Because <laughs> like that was pretty much like all of our kisses in Central Kapama. That like you know, um, and so I just thought that was really funny because I was like, oh, yeah. it did not even like occur to me to think like, oh yeah, that was filmed from very far away. Um, yeah, I mean, I I kind of did, but I also wasn't about to complain. No, and the scenery is just so pretty. Like I honestly didn't is. care because I was just like, oh, it was just more about like what was happening in the moment than having to see it up close. Right. Plus, we wouldn't have gotten to see the whole grab, twist, mm-hmm. scoot and kiss if it had been up close. So, mm-hmm. there are benefits. Well, um, then we get the nice close up at when he yeah. tells her he loves her. Uh-huh. So, I was like, I'm happy. <clears throat> I <throat> love this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. So I love it, though, because, of course, we see Barack throw a tantrum, whatever. And then um, 
Demir's like, let's go home. And then uh-huh. they have this whole adorable thing getting into the car. I There's always a seatbelt scene in every DZ. Like, mm-hmm. and they're each their own thing. And this one I thought was really cute because she's drunk. So, um, he, you know, gets her all snapped in there. The drive mm-hmm. home, she's just like floating on cloud nine. She like can't believe it. And he's all smiley. He, Furkan has, I mean, I know I always talk about his lips, but like, his smile, he has this, like, half crooked... I know. It, well, and his his smile paired with those eyes, it's, oh. like, the most adorable, like, I just want to squeeze him yes. so hard. Yes. <laughs> and this, that was the thing this episode. He kept looking at her with those oh. puppy dog eyes mm-hmm. and just giving her those little smiles and oh. just looking all dreamy. Like, he just can't believe that she really loves him and that she went to the restaurant because she thought it was for him. Mm-hmm. And he's so lucky and he's so happy. And there's so much emotion and happiness emanating from his face every yes. time he looks at her this episode. <laughs> it kills me. I – oh, my gosh. It's so good. And, like, his uh, – his one of his brothers just posted, um, like, a, a photo from his – like, from his birthday. He has okay. two, bro- two brothers, so there's three of them. And one of them – I don't know their names yet, but one of them has, like – and I'm like, oh, that smile is genetic. Like, the little half cutesy, like, <laughs> crooked smile. Um, it's definitely genetic. But, yeah, like uh, – yeah, I just don't well, – yeah, you explained it really well. There's no better way to put it. It was that – that was just half of this episode make what made it so like amazing oh was gosh. that and you know and i will say i think my i think my favorite scene is this next one because celine plays drunk really well um <laughs> yeah. or I should say ibk uh-huh. um but it's so funny because it's it's such a good combo of comedy and cuteness and still, like, sweet, swoony little moments. Mm-hmm. But I was, like, cracking up mm-hmm. because she is, like, they get home and she literally says in English, like, home sweet home. Uh-huh. Um, and he's just – he is so entertained by her and, like, trying to, like, not laugh. But uh-huh. also, like, she's just going up and down because she's just, like <gasps> – Demir, wait, between here and home, because in the car, she, like, gets up and, like, starts shouting out of the sunroof yes. and stuff, and he's like, oh, my gosh, sit down, that's dangerous, and she's like, what, falling in love with you is dangerous? <laughs> and, you know, and so she's like, wait a minute, you haven't changed your mind between here and now, like, that you, right. you know, that you love me, and he's like, no, of course not, and she's like, say it again, and he's like, you're not even going to remember this in the morning, and she's like, Demir, and then, of course, he, this time he says her full name. Yes! <laughs> Oh, the perfect addition. I was like, Demir, you knew what that would do mm-hmm. to everyone. Uh-huh. Sure did. And yeah, so of course he says, Seni Seviorum, Celine Sever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, oh. And then she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I am mad at you. And she's like. <laughs> I love how insane she is because she and, – and how Celine – for her to be yes. doing all of this stuff as she's drunk and, you know, just letting it all of her mm-hmm. filters out. <laughs> and and he loves every moment of it. Oh, he <laughs> loves her brand of crazy. Like, 
Yes. Oh my god. Absolutely. Cuz she's asking him, yeah, like did you didn't change your mind, did you? Why didn't why didn't you send me the gifts after he- <laughs> Yeah, look at this some mystery man sent me all these, but the man who loves me hasn't even sent them and then he's like, "Well, okay, like I didn't know you'd want those. Like, of course I'll send those." And she's like, "No, don't do it now. It's not a surprise." Like and- and then Vidoc calls him, and then meanwhile she's yelling at him, and he's like, "Oh, you want to know how it's going here?" And he holds the phone out. She's like, "Demi Arandil, I waited at a restaurant all night for a man because of you," and she's just, <laughs> she's just all over the place. But he's got the biggest doofiest oh, smile on his face the whole completely. time, completely. <laughs> and even Vidoc can hear it over the phone because he's like, "Oh my gosh, you two are something else." Um, um, and he's like, and Vidot says something like, oh, so you went, she went to the restaurant because of you, huh? Like, and he's like, uh-huh. and he says, no, not because of me, for me. Because like, oh, and he's just, yeah, he's just a little puddle of goo. Um, they hang up and like, she starts yelling at him about Paris and all stuff. And he's like, <laughs> and he's kind of being patronizing, but in the cutest way. Because he's like, right. oh, because she's like i cried i had frog eyes it was so bad and he's like oh did you and he's like trying to muffle a laugh and she's like are you laughing at my pain and yeah all this stuff and he's just like no never i would never do that like but you know why i went to paris right like he's still trying to reason with her like you know it was for work and she's like no that's not acceptable you need to apologize and say that you never should have left me and he's like tell mom he's like all right I, you know what? I'm so sorry. I am the biggest donkey in the world. <laughs> and she's like, but Demir, donkeys are so cute. And he's like, okay, then pick the ugliest animal and I'll be that. And she's like, she's like, but all animals are cute. Like, it's just, she's such a mess. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's just smiling he, the, the whole time. <laughs> uh-huh. And he's like, to mom, to mom. And he like grabs her hands and puts it in a, a, vat of ice cubes because that's supposedly gonna like lower her blood pressure i don't yeah i don't know but well they say you know what what he was paying for when she put her cold hands on his face (laughs) yes although (laughs) they do say like if you're sitting in a spa and drinking you'll get drunk faster so i'm wondering if like the high temperature like pushes like so maybe the low temperature like slowing your blood pressure down the alcohol is like not pumping through your blood as fast would be the logic i don't know anyways yeah. Either way, but. it was really funny. Because, yeah, how she winds up touching his face and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then he's like, look, my hands are in here with yours, okay? I'll, yeah. I'll do it with you. <laughs> <laughs> so then he takes her. He puts her in bed. Mm-hmm. She's all sleepy. He's asking how she is, if her stomach is okay. And she's just kind of delirious. She's telling him yeah. yes and no. And he's like, okay, which is it? And then she, <laughs> she kind of just drifts off to sleep. And... He just strokes her face, gives her a kiss on her forehead. Oh, those kill me. And then it continues into the next freaking morning. He Uh keeps taking care of her. He goes up. He wakes her up with a green juice that she doesn't want to drink. He walks her down to the bathroom and I don't know why this killed me so much because they're they're walking out. Oh, the, yes. And then she ah, kind of like so good. hits her head or something. And he's like, oh, oh. And he puts her head on his oh, shoulder and pats oh. her like, oh, it's okay. Let's get you down. I was like, oh, my God. Well, I love how he's like, let's get to the bathroom before we die, okay? Yeah. Like something. It is so like out of context, it would seem very patronizing, but it's 
so adorable. Uh-huh. It is. Because you know she's got the worst headache. She probably feels terrible. Oh, and my he's gosh. he's just gathered her into his big old arms, his big old hands around her waist, mm-hmm. taking care of her. He makes her breakfast. I... Oh, I know. I love it. Like, yeah, he makes sure she's all set in the bathroom. He's like, okay, I'll take, I'll get breakfast ready. Um, and yeah, it's real. And I love when he wakes her up because he's like, Celine, Celine, Celine. And then he finally is like, Wendy. Uh-huh. And she's like, Peter. Like, oh my gosh, it's so stinking cute. And yeah. then again, like, I love because she winds up getting back down there and he's like, how's your head? And she's like, well, the shower helped. Da, da, da. And then she sits down. This is another great scene. It's oh my so gosh. because she's like, uh, Demir. And he's like, Yeah. And she's like, What happened last night? <laughs> she's such a punk. And he's like, You're Arctic. Like <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she starts talking about like she would never go. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. know how she got home. Mm-hmm. And did she come home alone? I would never do that. I would never come home with somebody else. And he's like, "Listen, what do you remember last? Just mm-hmm. tell me that." And she's like, "Well, I got ready for dinner. Um, I went to the restaurant." He's like, "And then <laughs> she just kind of shakes her head." And I don't even remember what he says. Okay, so this part, I had to watch it twice because I was like, okay, I missed something. Um, Because, so what ends up happening is he's like, okay, he's like, you got really drunk and I had to come get you and take you home. Okay. Oh, that's right. And so oh. then she, oh, she goes, <laughs> she goes, Demir, you really are a beautiful man. And he's like, because I picked you up and brought you home so that you wouldn't, like, be stumbling around drunk. She's like, no, because you purposely left out the fact that I got stood up. Like, mm-hmm. you – and he – and which honestly was very, very sweet of him. Yes. And she – and but then he's also like, what? So you do remember everything. So he's like, so then you remember torturing me here on the porch last night. And she's like, yes, you did deserve it, though. Um, and then he goes, but listen – you didn't get stood up because mm-hmm. you went there. You went there because uh, you were waiting for me and I was there. Like, it, yes. it's just because he's like, you know, you wanted to be with me and that's what happened. Like, I just love that he's like, no, let's turn that around. You yeah. did not get stood up because the man you went there for is the man you came home with. And mm-hmm. um, and he's like, so let's just leave. Let's leave everything out. Like, let that be the only thing that's left from last night for you. Uh-huh. And she, so then she asks him, well, what's the only thing that's left of last night for you? Yes. And his answer is so, uh, I love him. Because yeah. he's him. like, well, I had a very good dinner yesterday with a beautiful woman. We were at separate tables, though. And then I decided that I don't want to sit down at different tables from her ever again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, listen. We already have complimented this writing team. <laughs> yes. But Denise and e- Denise and Ezra. <laughs> some of the lines they gave him this episode were so good. And you I just know. know. Mm-hmm. You just know. This is the stuff that Demir, this is really revealing him now. Yes. Like he has been a little walled off for a long time. Mm-hmm. And we all know that because of everything he's gone through, that he's a little bit traumatized emotionally. So it takes a lot for him to let go and open up to people. He only has those few people that he really has opened up to. And the stuff that he's saying to her this episode 
Oh my gosh. He's 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 screaming from the rooftops by mm-hmm. speaking these words quietly. It I just know. kills me. It and cuz at even one point he tells I mean it's this is more in like a joking manner because it's later on when he's with Vidot and kind of updating him on everything. Um and Vidot's like, "Well, you guys are a couple. Like I want to have you over for dinner." Yeah. And so he's like, "Okay, I'll ask her." And he's like, "Listen though, be careful what you're talking about because this woman has already broken down all of my walls <laughs> and crumbled them into pieces. He's like, but now she's putting each tiny piece under an x-ray. So don't give her any more <laughs> like, uh, you know, am- ammunition against that. Yeah. But he's he's speaking truth. Like she really she really has like crumbled yeah. those walls. And it's, yeah. oh, it's just, yes, I love it. Um, So then we also, we get a little bit more of jealous Demir because – as we know, the flowers yes. haven't stopped. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like, there's sunflowers on the front porch when she – when they go to head to work. And he's like, what the heck, you know? <laughs> and she's like, hmm, maybe you should take some lessons from it. Like, cause, yeah, like, like – she says something like, at least he wrote me a note. Yeah. Or <laughs> and then he's like, um, excuse me, I've written you plenty of notes. We must have, we must have hundreds of texts between it, the two of us. She's like, uh, no, those are not the same thing, and they're mostly from me. She's like, because you barely answered me. You just told me to open a window and go to sleep. And he's like, well, pardon me when you're, what are you eating, Demir? What are you reading, Demir? Like, it's they're kind of trolling each other. And it's really, it's just really cute. It's super, yeah. super cute. Um, because then they, um, they, you know, she, she, he's basically like, well, this dude, whoever this is, like, better stop, you know, whatever. Um, and when they're walking along the Bosphorus, Bos, Bosphorus, is that how you say it? Um. Bosphorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're holding hands. And of course, it's super cute. We get the little montage mm-hmm. of and like the way he he like grabs her hand, but then like loops it over so that his arm is like around. He does this mm-hmm. cute little move. I love it. Um, and when they I thought this coffee scene was really important, like super yes. important. It was really yes. adorable. But again, it was very um, we're, we're seeing some of his more of his soft underbelly. Yeah. Um, In a couple scenes between mm-hmm. the two of them. Yeah, I thought there were a couple really important and so well written scenes in this yes. episode. Yeah, because like when they when they order the coffee and he says mm-hmm. one latte and one almond milk latte, and she says actually two almond milk lattes, mm-hmm. and he kind of smiles, but then he's like, "You don't need to change your order for me." She's like, "Well, I can like both," and he's yeah. like, "And he's like, okay, yeah." He's like, "But he's like, I don't want you to change who you are and what you like for me," mm-hmm. and. You know, and she's – he's like, I don't want you to basically become me, you know. And right. he's she's like, oh, why? Because you wouldn't be able to handle a female demure? Like, which, you know, is funny. A female version of yourself yeah. drive you crazy, huh? And he's like, because it wouldn't have a happy ending. Mm. So that tells me, number one, he and Elul must be very much alike. They must be, yeah. Yep. Um, And because he's basically saying – to me that says, like, I did that already. And, right. I've you been know. through that and I know the ending of that story. Yeah. yeah. Or even just that some – or either they are alike or he or she tried to be more like the other. Mm. One of the two. Yeah. Like either she yeah. changed for him and resented him for it and took off or he changed for her and then she left him anyways and he – you know, whatever. Right. Something along those lines. And she kind of looks at him and then he kind of lightens it up and he's like, well, you know, you're all you're always saying I'm impossible. So two impossible people – you know, and so he's like, you go wait, I'll get our coffees, whatever. 
And then he winds up getting her another one of those suckers that she loves. Yes. And then again, he walks up as she's standing on the water and he like loops his arm around her and gives her the sucker, gives her her oh latte. My gosh. And then he still is like, listen, like, I don't want you to change who you are because who you are is this like beautiful, colorful, I think he even says hot because I he heard. He does. He okay. says sweet, sweet, sweet hot. hot. <laughs> and like innocent, like basically mm-hmm. like. I love who you are and I want you to continue to be that person. Yeah. Um, and then they just kind of stand there snuggling and watching the water for a bit. Like it's just yeah. such a tender moment. Um, I do have to bring up mm-hmm. because as they were ordering the coffee, this man <laughs> is doing his doing the most to kiss her at any opportunity. Yes, okay. <laughs> and I was dying every time. And every time I'm like, silly. Silly, what are you doing? <laughs> like, obviously, we know why. It's because yes. they didn't want to pay the fines to our Right, right. But I was like, Celine, <laughs> he's staring at you like he's like your dessert and you can't just back off like that. You we, can't curve I can't. him. I think it's called oh, curving my gosh. him. Um, but yeah, like she he curves does that little head. so many times this episode where he's looking at her and he I leans know. in and she's like, ah, and backs away. And I'm like, no, Celine, stop it right now. It <laughs> kills me. I'm like, yeah, like you said, logically, we know why they had to do that. Yes. But I'm like, oh my oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> uh, because I'm like, how do you resist that? Like, those pillow lips are right in your face. Like, let and them him devour is, and you. And his eyes, oh. the way he looks at her. I know. I, I wonder. Air conditioner. I know. I wonder <laughs> if at this point, I'm like, okay, again, not to insult their acting, but I wonder. Um, was there something going on at this point between the two of them? I wouldn't be surprised. Because, like, come on. He looks on. like he knows the taste yeah. of those lips already, and he's back for some thirds. Listen, <laughs> in episode 10, at the fire, I mean, granted, I'm sure it was Corey. Oh, my gosh. Listen. I'm his, getting hot I know. But listen, his tongue knew exactly where to go. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Is there a ghost in your house? That light keeps turning Ooh. on behind you. No, it's motion detected. Oh, so it's so the dog. literally anything. It's okay. Anything or yes, it's Zuzu walking Zuzu. Because I'm like, okay, yeah. I, that light keeps turning on. Is there a ghost? It's a ghost. Um, <laughs> paper, snow, a ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, like, okay. Like, the extended version of that, you're like, oh, that is not a third lip. That is your tongue, sir. Like, <laughs> he went in <laughs> muscle memory is all i'm gonna say like, <laughs> well and the way he's looking at her he's like uh-huh. i know what this is and i like it and i'm going for it mm-hmm. right now any mm-hmm. chance i get <laughs> oh my gosh so bless her and her self-control oh um, my gosh yeah so uh yeah because it turns out later she does give a reason is like listen we need to go through the flirting stage like we need to go through the, like she <laughs> right. she wants to be wooed she wants to be taken on real dates yes. she wants to go to dinner there's the two of them not like yeah. friend dinners and things like that which listen all very valid things yes um you know she wants to like sit on the couch and watch a scary movie together and yeah uh things like that so it, it is really cute because then i think even at that point she runs to go to bed you know and she's like good night demir bay and he's like yes demir bay he's like <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my he's gosh. He's so offended. So he, offended. It's, and then, yeah, because then he's like, don't, fine, don't wake up from any nightmares and call my name. And I'm like, <laughs> sir. Like, well, and you I would love not how she's run. like, I'm not responsible for what I say while I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, you think any of us believe you wouldn't go running upstairs to her yeah, rescue? Uh-huh. Come on. Uh, so, yeah, it is very cute. But <laughs> they get to work. They do the whole, like, um, back of hand touching oh thing gosh. again when they're walking in the doors to the mm-hmm. office. They're not really hiding it. I think they're trying to remain professional, you know. But Sure. Um, because yeah. the girls can see the smiles illuminating their their 100-watt smiles from a uh-huh. mile away. So they are kind of giving knowing looks to Celine as they all get to work. Ida winds up telling Demir, like, I have this ready. Do you want to go over it? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> if they were trying to be subtle, they're very terrible oh, at yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. He can't keep and, – and I think that's what kills me. I love an obsessed hero. Oh. I – and mm-hmm. he can't keep his eyes off of her. Mm-mm. He's technically meeting with Ida at that uh-huh. moment, but he's uh-huh. not paying any attention to her. No, he's he just not. keeps looking over at Celine. He grabs his phone. They literally were walking together ten seconds before, uh-huh. but he grabs his phone because he can't leave her alone, uh-huh. and he starts texting her, <laughs> and she's and, blushing. And doesn't he at one point go like trying to be all sounding like? stern he's like celine hanum your phone keeps going off you clearly have a lot of messages from clients yes you better get to them you better answer them and ida is just like cracking up because she hello and Um, merve and azmi are looking at them and they're like oh my gosh look at how cute they are again props to merve for being so happy for them yes (laughs) um but, oh, my gosh, it's ridiculous. I mean, I think even at one point, even Demir is like, okay, if I'm going to get work done, we need to go up on the terrace. Like, yeah. um, so yeah. he tells Ida, he like, he needs to extricate yeah. himself. <laughs> oh, oh, man. This oh. stuff, like, and this stuff, and this is the thing. This is what we love about a slow burn. Because had this happened in, like, episode five or six, it would not have felt nearly as, no. like, potent yes 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 um so this is an argument of a slow burn y'all mm-hmm. um and so you know they go upstairs this is when barack kind of starts his you know trolling of like why do you buy shares blah 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 and when right. he finally leaves because he has a meeting even ida's like demir bay are you okay mm-hmm. and i like this because he's like ida can i trust you and i loved excuse me i loved her answer Mm-hmm. because she knows better than just to say yes she's right. like listen no matter what i say right now it wouldn't matter but you do know that i'm loyal to my work and my job and i'm like gonna prove that to you and he's like okay yeah. also too i i would like to think it's because she maybe feels guilty that she's still lying about um like she's participating in that whole mystery man thing right you know so like she's still kind of part of a deceit thing so i like that mm-hmm. she wasn't just like yes of course you can you know right but just more like i'm gonna prove it to you professionally and you know Mm -hmm. and then he's like okay like he's good with that and they um you know they do their they do their thing 
Right. And because they kind of realized that the construction side of the company is a little bit out of customers for the moment because everything with Yildirim Bay happened. And so now Demir is in a situation where the architecture side of the company, of course, that Brock just inherited out of nowhere, mm-hmm. has plenty of stuff to do. They have plenty of customers. But Demir's side, he's going to have to start thinking about things and finding customers. So that's also kind of a good chunk of the episode with Merve and Ida. They're working mm-hmm. to get him some customers. He talks to Vedat a little bit about getting references from him. And then um, he ends up doing an interview. So that will prob- hopefully <laughs> yeah. be good to kind of boost the the um, reputation. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of get the company back out there so that people Yeah, get are them aware. exposure. Th- thank you. That exposure is a word I was trying to think <laughs> of. Um, so that they can get find some more clients because Yildirimbe is gone. And that was a huge project. And yes. it was going to be a kind of a company saving <laughs> yeah. client. Well, and I love because that interview serves as um, <laughs> to make Celine jealous because the interviewer is clearly very taken with him. And it's funny, though, because, you know, Anytime he has, like, a lovely smile on his face, it's because he's looking at Celine, mm-hmm. not because he's, like, loving the interview. Because even at one point, he's like, do I really need this many pictures taken of me for, a mag- yeah. like, an architecture magazine interview? Um, and she's kind of like, well, you're so photogenic. Um, and then, of course, they ask about his love life. And uh-huh. he doesn't he doesn't lie and say that he doesn't – he just says basically, like, listen, I like to separate – business and personal so i'm not going to answer that because this is about you know um but when they're in the car ride on the way home she's like all pouty and like she's she was so jealous it's so funny Mm -hmm. because i don't remember what she says but i just know he's eating it up because he's like celine are you maybe a little jealous like Uh (laughs) and yeah it was really cute um but like um well, oh, Selena Brock at one point go to a meeting oh, with a new right. client. Yes. And um so that's when wh- he warn warns her. Yes. Quote. Yes. Yes, <laughs> you're right. Well, he winds up getting a call from Daddy and has to go take care of that and she's like, "It's fine. I'll meet with the client myself." Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. Been there, done that before. Like, I've done yeah. this plenty of times with other clients. So this guy uh Burch uh, Burch Bay. Yeah. yeah. Um he shows up. They kind of start chatting. We don't really see the majority of their conversation. So we just right. assume it went well. She took care of things. But it took a while right. because she does wind up texting Demir to say, like, don't wait for me at work. I'll meet you at home. My meeting went long. Yes. Um, there were also some flirty I miss you texts back and forth between yeah. them during the meeting, of course. Um, oh, and Demir asks Osmier for a list <gasps> of every delivery that's yes. been made to the company. <laughs> yes. Because he'll be damned if he doesn't find out who's sending Celine those gifts. So, yeah, that sends them into a tailspin of having to be like, okay, wait, you paid cash only for, like, the flower place, right? Okay, right. make sure you call her. And if the, that way the florist knows if she's asked to be like, sorry, it was a cash customer. I don't know. Like, they're trying to cover their bases so that he mm-hmm. can't trace it back. Um, and that never really comes to a head, at least in this episode. Right. So I'm guessing next episode. Next episode. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, so it yeah, it's just really cute. When oh my gosh. When she gets home and she's like all dressed up and cute. She gets home before Demir. She's out on the porch. She's just kind of like looking at the plant, the one that she's like given him and all this stuff. He gets home but doesn't make himself known right away. 
And he uh-huh. just kind of watches her and until she turns around. And then she's like, oh, Hoshkelden, like you're home. And he just walks right up to her and scoops her into mm-hmm. the best hug. Like it's so. And he's, and he's looking at her again <sighs> yes. in that way. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why are you looking like that? Why are you looking at me that way? Oh, and oh my gosh, look at his face, Chris. You have screenshots. You have screenshots. Look at this. Face. Oh, okay, send, send me that. Send me that. Send oh me that. Gosh. Send me that so I can send me that so I can post it. It makes me want to cry because that is oh. beautiful. Oh. He's yeah, so he's so blissfully happy. Mm-hmm. You, you're probably going to need a better, more okay. clear screenshot okay. from like the YouTube channel or something. But okay, that you. That's the moment oh. I could, I had to take a picture, and he goes, "Was this house always so beautiful? Oh I never gosh. noticed it before." And I feel like, like that is such a more loaded statement than she even realizes, mm-hmm. because hello, he grew up in that house, so this is the most yes. beautiful it's ever been to him. Stick a fork that in is me. A great. I'm done. Point. <laughs> And she goes, you were trying to send me out of this house. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, you can't go anywhere. Oh, my God. Kill me. Oh, my God. People are going to be so sick of our noises after this episode because we're literally literally just like (laughs) squealing and groaning. (laughs) And she goes, well, you changed the locks and left me out. <laughs> I, I do love that they still like have this like bicker trolling thing. It's absolutely. So, it's, I love that. It wouldn't be them without. No, that. exactly. And he goes, "That was before <laughs> I knew you were such a woman." And she says, "What kind of woman?" And he says, "The one who captures every castle." Oh my! And then gosh. he leans in like he's gonna yes! devour her How again. How do you not let him kiss you after that? Listen. I would have paid the dang fine myself. Like, just let him kiss you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's too much. It's it's too much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I wonder. You know what? I wonder if there were any bonus scenes for fourteen. I forgot to double check with Yesenia. What if there is one where they actually kiss? Oh my um, gosh! Where he gets to f- actually do what he's desperately trying to do yes exactly (laughs) um i yeah like dang okay i should have i should have asked her beforehand oh well if there's a bonus scene for 14 we'll talk about it next week yeah um which does remind me oh right let's put a pin (laughs) let's put a pin in our swooning for a second and um let's go swoon again because Uh we you know we we don't talk about Literally, we try not to talk about every little tiny scene in the episode, right. but we did. I will admit, we both missed a big one last week. We did, we did because that spoon scene. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, and that zebra wall of theirs, like, clearly is it's a thing. It's a symbol of their relationship mm-hmm. in some way because all of the like <gasps> suck your breath in moments mm-hmm. happen there from the very beginning. Yes. Because he's being all petty about his cooking. So then she decides to be petty and be like, well, that's my spoon. So you can't use it. <laughs> and, and as a matter of fact, that's also <laughs> my pot. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, are you serious right now? Like, do we really need two separate wooden spoons? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, realistically, yes, I think I own like three. But anyways, um, she starts like waving it around. There's like sauce on it. So he's just like she she is all flirty because she's trying to win him back over. Yeah. And, you know, because he's still mad and he winds up chasing her up the stairs. Mm-hmm. And girlfriend gets hypnotized by those eyes and lips because he doesn't actually touch her, if I recall correctly. She does get backed up into that wall. But I don't Ooh, know that he's see, actually like holding remember. her there. He he's he's got her there in a trance because he's staring very very hotly at her. Doesn't he hold her arms though? I don't think he does because I think he even makes it a point to be like, "I'm not doing anything. I'm not holding oh. you here." Like, but he's staring at her like he's going to uh-huh. devour her, and clearly he's fighting his instinct not to do that, and. He's just staring and she kind of like relaxes because she starts getting hypnotized. Uh-huh. And then he bumps her elbow to like knock the spoon out, and grabs it. it midair. Uh-huh. And then mm-hmm. scoots himself on downstairs like he's hot yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, he is hot stuff. He, okay? uh, yes. <laughs> he had every right to be cocky after that move. 100%. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I see you, Demir Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I was like, we need to give it honorable mention this week because yes. it deserves it. Yeah. Um, so, yes. But yes, so she averts another kiss. And I'm oh like, girlfriend. And not only does she avert the kiss, but she averts it to tell him. The, <laughs> <laughs> the worst news ever. <laughs> worst news. <laughs> That they have to have dinner with the Tazes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, haha, you're, so, you're hilarious, Celine. You knew exactly how to mess with me in that moment. And she, and she just looks at him and he's mm-hmm. like, no, you can't be serious right now. <laughs> now, okay, I don't think we really need to go over dinner at the Tazes because we kind no. of did. But I do want to point out how, like... The way when she's like, try this. I know you love that. And he's like, eat that. Like, they're basically like feeding each other. And it's so freaking adorable Mm -hmm. that Firuze basically has a fit over it. Um, Yeah. And before they go, Benjamin shows up and basically figures out they're actually together. And he's like, oh, like, my therapy worked. I'm Reconciliations are my favorite. Blah, blah, blah. They get rid of him. Uh Um, He, Demir does say something like, um... He winds up saying something like, well, of course, because they kind of bicker a little bit, of course, mm-hmm. because they're Celine and Demir. And he winds up saying something along the lines of like, well, of course, I'm going to be concerned about that where where my where my Sevgili is concerned. Uh-huh. And, she, and Celine's like, oh, Sevgili? Like, that's the first time I'm hearing it. Say it again. And he's like, Celine, we're like, we've got company. <laughs> but she's just so like, oh, my gosh, that's what I am to you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So that was really cute. They get rid of him. Oh, God. Well, I, maybe this is what you're about to talk about. What he mm-hmm. says to her? Yes, after go go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Mr. Bunyamin leaves. <laughs> yes. And Dem- Demir's like, "Bidaka, bidaka." <laughs> He's like, "You're so prepared. You're you're so ready. You're all dressed up." He's like, "You're cruelly beautiful." Cruelly beautiful. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. He's like, and all of this for Firuze Hanum? And she's like, no, it's because I'm going with you. And and then, of course, Celine being Celine is like, just a second. So you're <laughs> saying that I don't look this good every other time you see me? 
Listen, I I am guilty of <laughs> of doing things like that. Like Jason will like not necessarily about that, but like I'm trying to think of what I had said one time. Because he had said something and I was like, okay, but every other time it's not. And he's like, that's not what I meant. And I'm like. <laughs> so it really made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then so she she smacks him and walks away. And he, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he Listen. goes, oh. He's like, ooh, that hurt right there. And he's like, looks at her. And he goes, <laughs> both beauty, beautiful and heavy handed. <laughs> Dude, you are not getting turned on right now by and her the, uh-huh. you and getting angry. Uh-huh. Oh, he sure is. His face says it all. He's such a simp for her. It's the most oh. beautiful, lovely. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. He is just like. If you the- guys are tired of this, you can always turn it off. I'm yeah. sorry, but I don't think this we're gonna. No. This is gonna. This is the whole episode. The, the whole episode <laughs> is just us being like, "Oh my gosh, I know." <laughs> Wasn't that the best squeal? So just listen to this part. Just uh-huh. listen to that. The last like ten seconds of us squealing, and that's this whole episode. And that's the entire episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah. Oh, it just. Yeah, I love that so much. I love, and again, it's it's their way of getting these little like innuendos in without, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. um, because that was for sure, and in, like if that was not to be like, hey, that turned me on, mm-hmm. like I'll give you all the money in my bank account. Like that <laughs> that is absolutely what that was for. Um. So, yeah, I was just dying. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you're definitely not thinking about where else that would come in handy. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> um, anyways, so the, after they get back from dinner with the Tezes, though, mm-hmm. this whole situation, I loved how it was handled. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Because it fed everything. Because I'm not going to lie. Uh, did I love that he went and like beat the crap out of that dude? Yes, right. I absolutely did. But they also gave a very realistic. Yes. Uh, well, and it, we got and before that we got the cute little. They've never waltzed before in the street together, <gasps> so we got a little dancing scene with the two of them. Okay, that was freaking adorable. Yeah, really. And cute. it was so cute because I just recently learned this. Um, because I was like, I wonder if like her tripping all over him was like just happened and they kept it like Mm -hmm. or no girlfriend is like a professionally trained ballerina so (laughs) like she definitely like she would never ivk would never um so i i just thought yeah their little dancing was so stinking cute because and i loved how he's like well yeah i actually have waltzed sorry like i learned at boarding school and he's like but i've never danced in the street with my love like Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah their whole dance like fed me it was beautiful and adorable and sweet and um yeah so i love that that was their thing that they neither of them had done together yes yeah um i thought that was i thought that was great so and i guess i'm told because (laughs) you said you said because i was like listen i've seen the behind the scenes footage of this man dancing so (laughs) and he listen they have to have flaws they have to have flaws yes like they and if it's and if it's they have moves like a white boy like in so middle school, it. so be it. Yeah. It was still adorable. 
But Yesenia was saying, like, when he actually has, like, coordinated dances, like, he Mm. does very well. There's, like, another one of his DZs he does, like, a waltz or a tango in. Okay. And it's, like, it's very good. So I was, like, oh, let me go find that. Um, Anyways, all that to be said, this leads to a really pivotal part of the episode. Mm. Um, And – or a pivotal – just a – not necessarily of the episode, but just, like, a good social commentary. Um. <clears throat> well, and a good development between the two of them and a yes. great communication. This is the other scene I was talking about. This whole situation, I guess, not even necessarily one particular mm-hmm. scene, but the whole way, the whole arc of this little section and storyline, yeah. I thought was so good. And it really shows their communication with one another. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, they bicker and they get on each other's nerves. But it's because they're always talking. They're always Mm -hmm. talking to each other and communicating. And I thought this was a really good way to showcase that. Yeah, absolutely. Because she winds up getting, you know, a phone call from What's-His-Face. And and Demir's spidey senses immediately go up because he's kind of like, why is he calling you late at night? Why aren't you meeting in the office? He's super insistent, you know, on her. Oh, he's going abroad tomorrow, so – has she to be gets done tonight. Yeah. And, you know, right. for her part, she's like, listen, I spent like half the day with this guy. It's fine. He probably just wants to get cross his T's and dot his I's before he leaves the country. So this is right. taken care of. Like, I'm just going to go take care of it. Right. Now on Demir's part, he's like, okay, let's go. And she's like, let's go. And he's like, <laughs> of course I'm going to drive you. I'll wait and then take you home. And right. she's like, okay. So they get to the hotel. And then he goes in to walk in with her. And she's kind of – and I loved this because she's like, Demir. He's like, what? And she's like, please wait in the lobby. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to – I'm, like, I'm a businesswoman. I am not going to be that girl that needs her boyfriend holding her hand for things here from here on out. And he agrees. He's like, okay. So they get into the lobby. She even points the guy out. He They don't – he doesn't see them. But she's right. like, there he is. Like, so just wait here and I'll be back. Right. And he's like, okay. So she meets up with him. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be meeting up on the roof. Right. Um, to discuss this and he's like hey i have to stop at my room real quick and get a laptop and she's like okay no problem he's like i just have some materials would you mind helping me carry them and she's like no that's not a problem at all i was like he's gonna kill her i know <laughs> like seriously if this yes yeah yeah if that if this, were if that if happens were in real, real life, life don't follow him to his room he doesn't need your help no he does not <laughs> Uh, be like, okay, well, call a valet. I'll be waiting up on the roof. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you need help? Okay. You can get somebody else to help mm-hmm. you. So, but you know, she's like, okay. But again, to her credit, I love this because they don't. Because right. there are other DZs that would have just had the girl be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And then like walks in mm-hmm. uncomfortably for sure. But like. Right. I love that she looks in, she sees he's got this whole setup of, like, food and, like, this romantic thing, and she's like, oh, wait out here in the hall, get what you need. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, da-da-da, and she's like, uh-uh, she, like, cuts him off, she's like, this yep. is not what the I'm about. The second she realizes what's going on, she's like, yes. no, 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 we're not doing this today. Yep. She's like, clearly this is important, like, we're not doing business, goodbye. And mm-hmm. she bolts on out of there. Granted, she's, of course, shaken, so she just bolts right out of the hotel, goes right past Demir, who's calling her, doesn't even hear him. Even when he walks out and he touches her and she, like, yeah. jumps. And she's like, you scared me. And he's kind of like, Celine, what happened? And he knows. you can. T- he's mm-hmm. got that. His jaw locks and he knows something happens. But he also knows yeah. better than to push her. Yes. Because she's like, I'm tired. Can we please go home to our house? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. But – and then she she goes in for a hug 
and he's very protectively holding her, but you can tell he's like, he is just like about to boil over beneath the surface. Yep. Because he knows, he knows something happened. Yep. Um, But again, he doesn't push her. They get home. He does ask her if she's okay. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I'm just tired. Like, you know, um, and he's like, okay, well, you know, I, you know, good night. I want you to get a good rest. He mm-hmm. gives her a good night kiss on the cheek and she goes to bed. Um, and uh, I think the next morning, just we get to the next morning, right? Yeah, because she, the, yeah, they just say good night. Um, and then the next morning, she, we see her wake up, but Demir isn't anywhere to be found. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know where he is. So she calls him and he answers and he is waiting in the hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. But he just tells her, oh, I had some business. I'll see you at work, though. Um, so she gets ready. She's all happy. She goes and grabs him a coffee. And she mm-hmm. heads on into the into uh, the office. And um, meanwhile, he sees Birch Bay. And mm-hmm. he follows him and another guy into the elevator. And essentially overhears that this guy had made a bet that he could get you know, a girl to stay the night with him yeah. on on the first day they met or the first night kind of a thing. Essentially, mm-hmm. they he made a bet about Celine, but it didn't end up happening. And his friend who he's telling about this is kind of teasing him like, oh, bro, you got your answer, I think. But Birch Bay is like, no, it doesn't. Some of them are harder to harder to get to. They take a little more time. So I'm not done with her. I'm going to send her some flowers. Mm -hmm. And then the other guy's like, okay, yeah, well, good luck. We'll see how you actually do with that. And he gets out of the elevator, leaving only Uh Demir and Mm -hmm. Birch Bay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Demir hits the stop button. Because well, the, this guy I think has was, the audacity. Yes. I, was like, to, I think he was just going to talk to him at first. but Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this guy has the audacity to turn to Demir and he's like, some of these women are stubborn, but boy, are they worth it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. That guy had what he what, he had it coming to him. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think. I think that was kind of a key thing for us as the viewer to see that this guy really didn't have good motives. Yeah. And to to understand Demir's side of the situation. Um, right. Because he – Demir even says later on after the kind of the first confrontation, he's like – my first my first choice isn't violence either like right. that's that's not i didn't go in raring to punch this guy in the face right but i think upon hearing that and he cuz then he stops the elevator and he's like oh so did you did you bet on my love mm-hmm. and of course we don't see anything else right, from right. that scene but i think that that was kind of the main point in us seeing the conversation between him and the other guy yeah. that his, ten- his intentions were not good towards yeah. Celine at 100%. all. hundred percent. And that he wasn't going to let up. No. Now, Celine, I I got why she told Barack because she's like, listen, we need to get word out there. This is how I want to handle it. And she I, explains too. Yes. Yes. Like, I love that because she's like, listen, like, um, she's like, no, because if we go about it this way, it's going to be like, well, I went there late and it's basically she lays out. It's going to be a victim blame situation. Yeah. They're going to say, rather, well, she knew what she was doing. She got what she deserved. Yada, yada, yep. yada. And she's like, I would rather like 
get him where it's actually going to hurt and he's going to see there's consequences to this. Like, let's tell all of our networking colleagues, like, don't work with his company. Um, You know, she's going for, like, the long consequence. And and I totally respect that. I was a little bummed that she told him before she told Demir about it. Um, But I also understand – she does explain, like – because he winds up asking her at one point if she told Demir, and she's like, no, I haven't told him yet. And she's like, the only reason I told you was so that we could basically take care of this on the business end. Right. Um, so I did appreciate that that was clarified. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, uh, Demir and the girls are, like, talking in the office about work stuff. Celine walks in, and so they're kind of like, oh, we'll see you later. Our business was done. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to take you for coffee. Like, this was a little bit underhanded because I was kind of like, I know. Well, you don't really blindside a victim with her abuser like that. Yeah. Um, but I also understood what he was attempting to do. And sure. so, you know, he takes her to coffee and then dude walks in with his beat up face and is like, you know, apologizes and says, like, I'm a clearly his scripted thing of like, I'm a bad man and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no one should ever do that to another person. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. but you know, and he walks off before Celine came in react and she's kind of like, wait a minute, what is this? Did you make his face look like that? Like, mm-hmm. and he, and again, I got him right here because he's like, yeah, and maybe don't keep things like this from me. Like, right. You know, and I understand right. his hurt of like, you didn't confide that in me. Like, I knew something was wrong and right. I didn't push you, but like, you didn't tell me. Um, and then he's like, listen, like, you know, she's like, yeah, I didn't tell you because I was trying to figure out how to handle it. I did, you know, and she explains her whole thing. Like, listen, like forcing someone to give an apology they don't actually feel is not actually going to fix his behavior. Yep. Like I wanted something that was actually going to affect him, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, his face is going to heal. He said his apology and then he's just going to turn around and go and do it again. Right. But like if he sees there's consequences, to real consequences to his actions, like mm-hmm. that's how I wanted to handle it. And that tells me you don't know me at all. You know, and they kind you know, right. and and he – that's when he makes this comment about, like, okay, viol- you don't know me because violence isn't my first answer either. But, right. like, it's what it led to. Right. And then they cool down a little bit as they're waiting for his car. And he's like, okay, listen, I do understand. I'm sorry. But you have to understand, too, I'm fiercely protective of the people I love. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that he had the nerve to even do that to you. Like, right. it, you know – and he's like, and please don't keep things from me anymore. Right. Um, right. You know, and so. Because she's kind of telling him again, like, like you re- you shouldn't have done that. You stepped mm-hmm. out of line. Yeah. And he's like, okay, fine. You know, I understand. But don't keep things from me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, like you said, like, it was a really great way to not only push a, a very important message, but mm-hmm. to also showcase their communication and them Right. working through things um well and it even continues they even talk a little more about it before mm-hmm. they walk back into the office yeah. and so it's not something that is oh nice and wrapped up and quickly mm-hmm. resolved because in a real relationship sometimes it takes talking about something a few times yeah. before you guys really land in a situation where you agree or you've compromised and everything is kind of settled. So I really right. liked that. I thought that it was a really good showcase of a couple kind of working through something mm-hmm. in a legitimate way. Yeah. And they're both able to share their feelings and give their opinion on how the situation should have been handled. Yeah. And they don't really agree about the way it was handled with the other one. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they come to an agreement of, okay, well, coming going forward from here, mm-hmm. I won't keep that stuff from you. I'll make sure I tell you 
And he's not going to just go off without telling her right. or without her permission to do something like that. Because he tells mm-hmm. her he will never do it again. Yeah. And that kind of thing. So I, I thought it was just a very valuable yeah. situation for the two of them to kind of walk through together. Especially yeah. at such an early part of their relationship. I agree. Um, so um, we... You know, how Barack makes uh, Demir kind of look bad in front of some clients on purpose or tries to anyways, which is just, ugh. I just wanted to mention that because stupid villain. Yeah. Um, you know, we kind of talked about the magazine interview and all that and the mm-hmm. jealousy and cuteness. Um, they do wind up having dinner with Vidot. That's adorable. While he's shopping for dinner, though, he does think. Oh, yes. He's like, um, is that a lul at the end of the street? As he's like at the farmer's market. Yeah. And he just kind of was like, weird, okay, whatever. He makes the dinner, um, and they're there. And it's so cute because they're both kind of picking on Celine at first because he she's cutting the salad to help. And Demir's mm-hmm. kind of like, watch what you do with that knife, wielding it. <laughs> and at one point when she is kind of swinging it around, like, she does actually almost, like, clip him with it on accident, <laughs> which just, is like, further proves his point. It's funny. Um, but they tease her because she's like – um he's like listen vidot because she says something about like wanting to cook dinner for him then one night mm-hmm. and he's like uh vidot to warn you she fries everything like, <laughs> like he's such a brat <laughs> Little she turn. fries all her vegetables she orders a big bucket of fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> like that's the worst possible thing she could be doing i know <laughs> and like so it's cute because it kind of tease her and she's like wait a minute you're like ganging up on me but then Demir makes a comment about how the table's not level and they, what do they call it? His like balance disease or something. Like it's yeah. like really weird <laughs> the way it got translated. And she, and Vidot's like, listen, go cut, go cut the bread. Go get the bread that we're having, cut it and bring it back. So then like they sit down, they have a cute fun dinner. This montage is adorable. Mm-hmm. I made a couple gifts because like there are ti- when there's a couple times when um I almost said Furkan when Demir like snuggles up against her real quick. Like mm-hmm. it's just the whole montage. We don't know what they're saying, but they're clearly having a fun dinner and a good old time. And yeah, it's very cute and flirty. And then Vidot picks up a piece of bread and he's like, what the heck? It's like all jagged and like just torn off the loaf. It's like not even. And he's like, this is how you cut bread. And she's like, well, he doesn't know how to cut bread because he refuses to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> And then she, like, force feeds him a piece. And Demir's yes. like, oh, it's so sour. <laughs> like, that could be his only flaws, that he doesn't like carbs. Um, Seriously. It just, or it was fried food. Or fried, well, yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> it's just, it, it was a really, I thought it was really cute and just a funny little thing. Yeah, it was sweet. She decides to, she's like, I'll go make coffee. And he's like, no, you don't need to do that. You're the guest. She's like, please, I know where it is. I can make the coffee. Like, mm-hmm. so it leaves Demir and Vidot alone for a second. Yeah. Um, And this is when Vidot asks him, like, hey, uh, yeah. do you know if Elul is in Istanbul? And he's kind of like, what? Why are you even bringing her up? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I thought I saw her today. And he's like, you thought you did? It kind of, it kind of dampens his mood, you know? Right. Because he's like, why would I know? She didn't even tell me when she left the first time. Why would she right. tell me when she's coming back? Like, um, you know, and so so it just kind of it starts planting thoughts in his head because it's like, well, what the right. heck, you know? Um, well, and then Celine comes back and she starts talking about September being here. <laughs> yes. And September is Elul in, 
talking in Turkish and him and Vedat both kind of like look at each other and they look a little depressed at the fact that she's saying that. So it kind of kills the whole vibe of the whole dinner. Yeah, because even she's kind of like, you guys are being weird. Drink your coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that's kind of how that ends, right? And then they go home and they have the little conversation about her wooing and dates and, and wooing. Yeah. <laughs> Good and, night, yeah. Demir Bay. <laughs> yes, And exactly. then, oh, and when he tells her the whole, like, don't, you know, don't call me for your nightmares, he's like, that's late stage flirting business. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so much. Because I was like, oh, it's late. It's so late stage that you weren't even dating yet. And you mm-hmm. ran up and rescued her from a nightmare a few episodes ago. But whatever, sir. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next morning, oh, yeah, yeah. The, he teaches her kata the next morning, right? Like, yes. Oh, my uh-huh. gosh. So He cute. stands behind her and he moves her arms, mm-hmm. teaches her the moves. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she first comes up and, like, sneakily does it behind him, right? And then, like, mm-hmm. surprises him. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a that was stinking adorable. There well, because was... he was kind of having a hard time with, of it because he's mm-hmm. thinking about mm-hmm. the fact that Elul might be around. So he's losing his balance a little. But then she comes and everything is better. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was stinking adorable. So then after that – go ahead. No, well, just – yeah, the, after that, it's, it's very cute because then she makes him a juice and then yeah. – I think this is actually when she goes to grab him a coffee from the stand. You're right. You're and right. And brings it into the office. You're and right. He, she makes the juice perfectly for him. He's like, oh, he's all happy. and She learned how to make loved. it. Mm-hmm. It was really sweet. Yeah. I love. Yes, she left. Because she left him a note to let mm-hmm. him know. Like, I left early, you know, but here's your juice. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so she... She's just in her little cloud nine, mm-hmm. riding her bike with the coffees in the basket. He gets to work and he's working on he's working on his architect drawings. Mm-hmm. And we get a flashback. We do. Um, and because he's doing this thing with his pen, mm-hmm. which apparently is a nervous habit. Mm-hmm. He's thinking hard, so he's just kind of twirling his pen in his fingers. And then we see him. Another day in the past doing the same thing. And Elul with a mystery face kind of walks up and says in this flashback, how can you look so handsome just twirling a pen like that? And he stands up and greets her and leans in for a kiss. We flash forward to the current scene mm-hmm. and he's twisting the pen again, drops it. And we get this whole reveal where he realizes somebody else is in the room. We've seen... We've already had the process of seeing somebody walk into the office and mm-hmm. into his office. He looks up and what do you know? We get Elul in the office. I, I will say she is very pretty. She is. <laughs> oh, she had to be. She's a gorgeous I mean, girl. Yeah. Um, And she walks in and they kind of have a whole confrontation. Like, yeah. And he i don't remember what the first thing is that said but he's not happy to see her all and all while this interaction is happening is when we're seeing celine get the coffee she's happily riding the bike into work like yeah not knowing what she's gonna walk into and um and you know she kind of comes up and talks to him and stuff and he's he's just more like what the heck why are you here now and mm-hmm. she's like well you've been trying to get in touch with me and he's like yeah months ago like and yeah. she's like, and she's like, well, you're looking at me 
the same way you like or what is she what does he say he she says something and he's like ugh, you haven't changed at all and she's like i'm glad yeah. you said that because that means i'm still the woman that you proposed to right. and he's like uh yeah no everything's changed like no that's not what this is like right because she's like well you you bought shares in the company that my father is a board member of you are leading you're the manager of this company now it was a clear message that you obviously were sending me right so yeah and he's like no none of that even matters and she's like what do you mean like it's only been a few months what could possibly have changed in a few months Mm -hmm. and And then he he says well he says well everything Mm. i'm like yeah that's right that's right Mm -hmm. so she does mention well you're gonna need to get used to seeing me and i guess things are gonna be awkward for a while because i'm your financial advisor now so she's gonna be around she's gonna be sticking around she i doesn't she say something about like that she's determined yeah she says she's determined like when i leave again it's only going to be to the desk in the room next door like basically like yeah get used to me because i'm here to win you back like i tried to you know i tried to shed that person and i i could only do it for two years right um, and i just can't fight it anymore like Mm -hmm. And, you know, so she's basically saying, like, yeah, she's here because she took over her dad's shares and she's the new financial advisor. But clearly she's also here to, to win get – to win him back. Yeah. Um, and he's just, like, dumbfounded. Like, what the hell just happened? Like, how yeah. did this happen? And Celine walks in at that moment all mm-hmm. happy and she's got their coffees. And then we get the freeze frame of all three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the episode ends. Yeah. So – um that was i i'm not even mad because like i said i i we kind of saw it coming like we knew she was coming she had to be coming at some point um yeah is it a bummer that it's literally like the end of the perfect finally full episode of them being together sure but um it's also to be expected so yeah and if if this show has proven anything it's that well, yeah, maybe it's, you know, it's not reinventing the wheel necessarily. Mm-hmm. It is doing it, – it it has taken tropes and it has taken typical traits and things, um, plots, and kind of twisted them a little bit. Like, you know, the fact yeah. that she's not just this helpless heroine who, you know, she's got her own house and she's this, like, yeah, she's got her spaz tendencies and she's got this. So, like, right. you know, I, I'm I'm really curious what they're going to do with her. Um, Me too. Because I well, – I don't necessarily see her being Senchal Kapama Selene of the 30s, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, she's clearly there. She she still loves him. So, I, I mean, who knows what she might wind up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't see her being vindictive, I guess. Okay. Like, I could still cause problems because she could just be like, look, I, you know – Celine's a nice girl and da 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 but like I love right. you and I know you know I could still see some of that sure. but I don't I, I I guess I'm saying I hope to see not see her doing what Barack is doing to Demir like yes. setting her up not pulling an Alara basically we already had an Alara so like exactly can we not have another one like yeah you know 
And and I, I agree. And I feel like because we have already had an Alara, it would be strange for them to bring in Alara 2.0. To, yeah. For her to be just as gross and petty in mm-hmm. the same ways that Alara was. Like with the whole, you guys are from different worlds and I'm, I understand you on a deeper right. level and yada, yada, yada. I will and he have a past. Right. So to me, that will probably be the big thing between the two of them and him needing to kind of work through that and figure out his emotions of a chapter he – maybe he never really had closure Yes, on that's exactly what I was the thinking. Whole closure. engagement. And maybe this is what it's going to kind of bring about and what they're – and maybe that's the aspect they're really going to have to be dealing with in this situation yeah for sure like Mm -hmm. i i do like the idea of her coming in because yeah he clearly doesn't have closure on that situation Mm -hmm. like yeah he eventually came out of his fog and you know entered back into like the land of the living um but clearly it's affected him i mean on top of his you know parent issues too this was just another abandonment thing right Um, yeah and so I do like the idea of her coming back so that he can get closure on that mm-hmm. um, and realize, like, this was a her issue and not a you issue. You're not yes. someone who's leaveable. You're not someone who, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I like the idea of that because, like, other exes or, you know, female, whatever you want to call them, that come up. Like, uh, like when Polen came back mm-hmm. and when Celine came back. Granted, those were also under different writing teams, and I understand that. So those characters were going to feel different anyways um, than when they were originally in the show. But, like, you know, they just came back, and they just turned into these, like, icky, petty, petty, really pathetic, like, people. Um, And so it it would be nice that that maybe isn't necessarily the motivation here because, like, they're – there's closure to be had where there what that wasn't really mm-hmm. the issue with um Celine and Central Kapma and that wasn't really the issue with Polen in EK. Right. There wasn't like a closure needed and so they were just plot devices to, you know, cause drama. Um, right. Right. And, and this it, I think has the potential to not be that. <laughs> yeah, and I think it would just be a nice like F you to Barack. Like you <laughs> you brought her here mm. with this intention. And, like, what a great way to, like, get him is, like, you brought her here to, like, ruin Demir, but really you actually gave him the closure he needed so that he can heal fully and, like, have his best life with Celine. Ha ha ha. In your face, dude. Like, I don't know. So, yeah. 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 I'm curious how long it's going to take for him to like for Celine to find out who she is if he's gonna just be right off the bat like oh let me introduce you this is a who's apparently our financial director and this is my ex-fiance I don't see that happening because she doesn't even know he has an ex-fiance yet right it would be kind of nice though if he was like kind of that petty to a but in the sense of like it tells Celine who she is right away um, right yeah and it's and he also did just spend this at the end of this episode telling Celine she needs to not keep things from him. Yes. Which so. is probably more of a hint that he's going to keep this from her. <laughs> right, right. Like if <laughs> history of if DZ if our DZ watching history is to be trusted, um, right. this actually is probably more of a, a signal that he's going to keep this from her. Right. Um, at least temporarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways. Yeah. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. 
but this was a great episode. It was so great. It was so great. Um, yeah, what definitely one I will rewatch again. Mm-hmm. Um, it, if yeah. you're feeling sad, <laughs> just watch this episode. This entire episode, minus just the last few seconds, mm-hmm. was just like a big warm blanket like Mm -hmm. that you're just the softest material you can think of and it's chilly outside and it's just the right warmth like right out of the dryer yep where it dried in six minutes um because we used a dz dryer Mm -hmm. it smells lovely it just mm -hmm. (laughs) it smells delicious like like meadows and patchouli and <laughs> listen it's just a it's just a really great it's definitely like a i need to feel good and just uh-huh. like feel happy let me watch this episode yep 100 um, so yeah um i did not do our demir count um which we, we got 49 of them in this episode so we're wow. at 399 <laughs> oh my god for the series and we did have a wendy and a peter in this episode mm-hmm. as well yeah. um so thank you yesenia for those and i don't think we actually forgot any anything pivotal this week but if there was a bonus scene um we will talk about it next week i'll make sure we get our hands on it um and if you oh you know <laughs> i did get a tiny quote spoiler not spoiler okay um if you if you want it um i was told basically if memory served correctly for this person that we are going to get a kiss in like every episode from here on out <laughs> yep oh my gosh i know sorry i wasn't saying anything because my jaw dropped <laughs> yeah <laughs> ashley's jaw was just like open <laughs> i was like oh that's a really good spoiler not spoiler i'm i'm here for oh um, that is great mm-hmm. Oh, so, my gosh. I know. This is I unprecedented. Know. I know. <laughs> it's the greatest. So. <laughs> oh, my. What? I'm sorry. I just had a realization of what a <laughs> what a world we live in in DZ land to where you're like one kiss in every episode from here on out. Oh, my gosh. That, that's the best news in the world that you just absolutely can't believe. I know. <laughs> We're so. <laughs> Our expectations are so calibrated. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Kills hilarious. Me. I know. Oh, I know. boy. Awesome. Know. Well, yep. I so. appreciate that. I look forward to it. Yes. Yep. Those are, <laughs> yes, those are the kind of spoilerettes I'm okay with. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, so thank you all for tuning in. Um, we will be back next week talking about volume 15. I'll probably get that watched this weekend right away because I'm like chomping at the bit for that one Me with the way too. this episode ended. Um, so, yeah, um, all typical end of episode stuff, mm-hmm. you know, links in the episode notes, where to find us. Um, again, if you would be so um, kind as to leave a review for us on your preferred platform, we would very much appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I I think that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us squeal like little children for 102 minutes. So anyways, uh, we love you all. Thank you so much. And we'll be back next week. So until next time. Kiddush it is. Close to call. Bye.